0: This week, we are repping Miami and being honest AF. I'm Spencer. And I'm Lexi. And welcome back to the Rumor Mill, your Gen Z guide to pop culture.
1: Today, we're getting shady under the palm trees with Alexia of The Real Housewives of Miami, here to serve up a mojito of family, friendships, and feuds.
0: I am decked out this week in tropical wear. You are. You look fabulous. I have only worn this shirt one time, and it was in Las Vegas. But you know what I thought? I'm going to pull it out. Get the tropical vibes out. Get the Miami vibes out.
1: I don't know anything tropical, so.
0: If you haven't checked it out, the Real Housewives of Miami reboot is on Peacock with part one of the season four reunion just dropping. We are two big reality TV fans, so we would not lead you astray. Without further ado, please welcome
1: Queen Alexia. How are you guys
2: doing? This looks like a lot of fun.
0: We are ready, The reunion just dropped this week. We are so excited to have you on. Thanks for coming on. I'm Spencer. And I'm Lexi. And we're big fans.
2: Yeah, and I love it. And I love you guys. Thank you for your love and support. We wouldn't be on TV if it wasn't because of fans like you, right? And everybody's supporting this. I'm so excited.
0: Well, you're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, it's been eight long years since we last saw The Real Housewives of Miami on TV. What's it like returning to reality TV after so long?
2: Well, it's been a lot of fun. It's been very exciting. I mean, it's something I always believed in. I always believed that the show was going to come back. I just didn't know when. I didn't want it to be for so long, but I'm very happy to be part of it. You know, I love the fact that we're making history, you know, bringing back a show after so many years and that it's been so well received and everybody's loving it. So I'm very happy to be part of it. Absolutely
1: season four saw you making new friends and reuniting with old ones of the current cast who would you say you are the closest and least closest to
2: so i'm the obviously everybody knows i am the closest to marisol but i'm also very close to lisa to larsa adriana i feel like i would be the least closest to maybe julia you know just because but I think the newbies have added a lot to the show and I'm friendly with the three of them. You know, it's just going to take a little bit longer because I feel like, you know, the oldies, obviously the OGs have more of a connection from so much history and so many years.
0: You know, we saw you tackle family drama, the tragic loss of your mother to COVID, you know, there what seemed like a cursed engagement. You went through so much this season. It always felt like you kept getting punched down and you kept getting back up. And like Marisol said, if any one of, these things that happened to any one of us, we would have been like down. But for you, you just kept getting back up and you kept going. You know, how does it feel to hear people say that you live like a real life telenovela, like a real life soap opera?
2: Well, I agree with them because these are like the kind of things, right, that you see on a telenovela or in a movie. But I think that after, I think Frankie's accident made me so strong and look at life differently that if I was able to overcome something like that, that I can just overcome anything because there's nothing worse than, you know, almost losing a son. And, um, and I think that's just giving me like the strength to kind of like tackle everything else in life and and accept it and learn from it. And, you know, just turn the negative into a positive and and just keep on going.
1: Absolutely. On a little bit of a happier note, you recently eloped with your husband, Todd in St. Barthes. How is married life going for you?
2: So far, so good. I mean, I I always felt like I was married, been together for five years. And it's like a joke between us. We're like, oh, my God, like we would have known that this was going to be so great. We would have gotten married five years ago, like the day we met, right? Because we always felt like, you know, we always felt that we were going to get married. And um, then when we did get engaged in 2019, then COVID happened. So then we kind of like put things in the background and see, let's see what happens. So and then when we were ready to do it, you know, you obviously saw, you know, all the things that were going on which kind of like made it really difficult for us to get married. So, you know, we decided that we wanted to end the year and with a happy, you know, moment and just, you know, make it about him and I. That's exactly what we did. And we're very happy that we did because after going through so much, like you say, it's kind of like, you think it's like jinx, right? It's kind of like, okay, what are they doing? It's like, there's all these signs, but you know, I choose not to see that those were negative signs. You know what I mean? It's just like, it is what it is. And we know what we want. And um, and this is what we wanted. We wanted, you know, to end the, the year, you know, on a good note, we wanted to start 2022, you know, with being married and, and so far so good.
0: Well, congratulations, we're so happy for you because like I said, you've been through so much and now it's like finally after all these moments that the universe is telling you not to, you finally got married and we're so happy for you that it finally happened. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, and you worked really hard to bring your family together ahead of your wedding. Um, You played mediator between Todd and your son, Peter, who we saw clash during the season. Um, What is the current status of your blended family?
2: It's good. You know, sometimes you have to go through an uncomfortable, you know, situation in order like to see the results that, you know, that you really want. And so we're at a good place. You know, that was many months ago when when that happened. And, you know, at the moment, we kind of like bounced back and came together as a family and hugged it out. And even after that, we kind of like continue, you know, to work on ourselves and to work together as a family to get to like where we want to be like, which is now in the world in a good spot. It was very difficult to see after, you know, you're in a good place and then you see it on TV again. And it kind of like brings you back to that moment. <clears throat> but again, you know, we I think as a family needed to go through something like that in order to really realize, you know, what was important, which was Frankie, for that matter? And, you know, we have a shadow for Frankie now, which he's really enjoying, you know, like a young guy his age, like working with him on certain things every day. He's probably like about to walk in here now because he, um, he works with him every day from like 11 to three. And then, you know, I have more time for me to get done whatever I have to do. And then, you know, so it's just kind of like it all came together, you know, as a family. And I'm sure a lot of families in America and throughout the world, you know, are, you know, situations like this, you know, it's just like, How do you handle it? And, you know, how do you,
1: you know, get the results that you want? Absolutely. I think it was very, um, very cool and very honest for you to navigate that so publicly as well. I think that was really, really cool to see. So thank you for doing that as well. And on top of working hard to bring your family together ahead of the wedding, in a shocking turn of events, you discovered that your late husband, Herman, had a secret love affair with a man. Did finding that out make you question the life that you had together?
2: Never. I never questioned my love for Herman or Herman's love for me. Mm-hmm. Um, for that matter, I think he was in love with me till the day he died. I think he still like wanted me like sexually or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, like, he was always attracted to me, you know, like as a woman and like who I was. And I think that that was like his biggest struggle, which I'm very sorry about. Cause you know, I think that you could love two people and I think he really did love that man and he loved me. We were separated at the time. And, you know, I don't think he would have ever told me, you know, I don't think he which is a terrible thing because, you know, I would have been okay with it, but I feel like, you know, if he thought I would have been okay with it, it's kind of like he never told me, I'm realizing now, and it was like to protect me, you know, and mm-hmm. after speaking, you know, to, to his lover, or to his partner, wherever you want to call him, um, we kind of like came up with that conclusion. Like, you know, he was never going to tell you because he loved you too much and he didn't want to hurt you, you know, he felt like you had gone through so many things in your life. And that that was just going to, you know, put more hurt in you. And it was going to be something painful for you. And that's what I'm sad about, that I never got to have that conversation with them to say, you know what? It's okay. I support you. I support this. I still respect you and admire you and love you. You know, go live your life. This is like what you want to do. And, you know, screw everybody else. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Life is too short and too fragile. You really have to, you know, do as long as you're not hurting anybody. And in this case, you know, he wasn't hurting anybody, not even me. So...
0: Yeah. And to navigate all of that publicly, and then, you know, we were also talking about your son, Peter, and your son, Frankie, and, and it was revealed that earlier this year, your son had been arrested for an alleged domestic violence charge with you, which you both always denied, and which, in fact, were just dropped. Um, What was it like reading those headlines on top of everything else you've been going through?
2: You know, I'm kind of used to it because it's my life. And like, I'm a public person. So, you know, unfortunately my life lessons are shared publicly. So they become public lessons and that's a lot more difficult. You know, I've been really good throughout the years about not reading, you know, the press good nor bad, you know? Yeah. So, and yeah, I've grown up thick skin and all that, but like, I know who I am. I know who my family is. So, you know, I don't have time. Like, I don't really have time to talk to my real friends and family and you know, so I don't have time you know to read negative you know things about people that don't even know me or like have an opinion or are judging me, so you know I'm blessed that way, you know what I mean? It's like it doesn't yeah. like i other people couldn't have handled it like how you're saying, but I kind of like just tune it out and I don't read it, and I just let you know things play out you know how to have to ha- oh how they have to play out, and that's like what happened. it's like what you saw. But, you know, it's always very hurtful and painful when you're talking about your kids, no matter what age and about your family and about people you love.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's switch gears and discuss the hugely successful Real Housewives of Miami reboot. Part one of the reunion drops on Peacock this week. Can you tease anything for us?
2: What can you tell us? Well, It actually dropped today.
0: <laughs> it's out. It's true. Oh, that's true. It's, it's out. out.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um, it dropped today. I haven't watched yet because I've been very busy. But I know that we're not going to disappoint, you know, I mean, the reunion is kind of like the time that we all come together and we kind of like touch things out. And then, you know, at the end of, you know, we have two parts. So you know, we come together like, you know, normal human beings should do right after having certain difference of opinions or whatever. It's like, okay, you talk it out, move on. Yeah. You know, that's how life is, you can't get like stuck on something. And if there's something you can't resolve, so just accept it and say, okay, you know what? I may not like this, but, you know, we're going to move on. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a reunion. So, you know, you guys know how that is.
0: It's always interesting. It's always interesting. <laughs> and
2: if you had
0: viewers dying over your reunion one-liner. Um, your, I, I believe it was, you're a good liar, but not better than my honesty, which is just <laughs> amazing. I don't um, even
2: know how that came out. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Because the thing is, you're sitting there. First of all, it was so cold in the set. Um, it was actually snowing that day in New York. Wow. So we come from this climate, and it was freezing in there. And then just to begin with, you know, we I haven't done this in eight years. I haven't sat there, like, next to Andy, you know. So it's, you know, it's a lot of different emotions and feelings and, you know, all of that going on. So I'm sitting there, and a lot of things, you say things that you don't even know. You're, like, you're so in the moment, you know what I mean, that you don't even know what came out when I saw it. <laughs> Oh my God, I said that that's pretty good. But It's true. <laughs> it's like, I don't care of how much of a good liar you are, but like my honesty kind of like just like shines through. It's like, you can see like I'm an honest person. You can call me whatever you want, but I'm not a liar. Top tier. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> Top tier. And tell us the truth. If we're being truthful here, who on your cast do you trust the most? And who do you maybe trust the least? <laughs> you want to play those
2: Marisol games, huh? Yes. <laughs> so I trust Marisol the most. Okay. And I would have to agree with Marisol that I probably trust Nicole the least. Mm. Nicole. Hmm. You know, hopefully oh, she'll prove me different, you know, and I think that she will. And, you know, hopefully we have a season five, you know, and you'll you'll see how, you know, the different, you know, because one season you could be very close to someone, and the next season things change. But you know, I don't even want to say that I don't trust Nicole. Um, yeah. because you know, I think you all have to like prove yourself like with time. She really hasn't given me a a reason not to trust her. That's the truth. And, you know, Marisol might feel that way, but I don't have to feel that way. But, you know, I want to say at this point, let me say, let me take that back actually and say maybe after the reunion and not only after the reunion, because, you know, we filmed the reunion over a month and a half or two ago. ago. yeah. Yeah, also. So I think after everything has played out and she's seen the season, you know, a lot of times, you know, we get to see it also when you guys get to see it. So I think she has like a different like respect for me. So I think that I can trust her like moving on. I feel like I can trust other girls. I'm gonna take that back and I'll think about it a little bit more and I'll be so like spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I feel that I, I trust them all. You know, I'm the kind of person that I trust. You know, I verify that I trust you know, and then if you let me down or you show me why I shouldn't trust you, you know, then I won't trust you. But, you know, up to now, it's all good. And moving forward, you know, I hope that, you know, they're all kind of like in the same category that that I trust them all.
0: Yeah. Speak to the facts or else you're dead to me. That's how it works. You got facts (laughs) you're dead now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did at one point, I think it's actually really cool that you said that, because I think that's like the least shady that we've ever had post least, reunion that's
0: the most dishonest response or the most honest response we've ever had of like like saying something turning and then over taking it leaf. Back yeah and being like you don't well, know that,
2: yeah yeah no I like take things you know sometimes you know and that's I think like so it's part of like you know being like a real person you know you can say something and say well you know what sometimes we, got, we gotta give things more thought you know and that really applies to like everything in life a lot of times we're like jump to give like an opinion or judge or whatever and sometimes it's like you know what let me take that back. Yeah. So if you would have asked me that question in the beginning of the season, my answer would have probably been different but because we you know, finished our season and you know, a few months have gone by and we've kind of like all seen each other like, you know, on the show and in real life, cause we've kept in touch and you know, Nicole's been texting me and everything. So, and you know, all of our friends, I think we're all at a different place right now from when we started the season. And I think moving forward, you guys are gonna be like very surprised about how the friendships go
0: yeah that's exciting and and when it comes to your co-stars they've referred to you as quote snappy queen bee and as lisa jokingly said the devil um, oh my
2: god no that was a 40 slip yeah <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> she's, daredevil.
2: she's like speak of the daredevil <laughs> looking I know, back at the beginning, i got mad i was like did you call me the devil i was gonna call her out already the marisol but you know he called marisol first and Marisol's like she meant to say Daredevil. And then I saw it and I'm like, yeah, she was having tequila. This she was doing... Tip, yeah, for
0: Yeah. Do you regret, like looking back, do you regret any of the drama that you had with Lisa or Nicole or or anything that you showed this season? Is there no. anything that you regret about it?
2: No, I really don't regret anything. I've learned to live my life with zero regrets. No regrets. I regret what I haven't done. Sometimes I regret what I haven't said. That's what I regret. After oh, I think fun. about like, you know what? I don't regret anything I've done or said, but sometimes I regret what I didn't say.
0: It's like everybody, like you have a fight with somebody and you go home later, and you're like, dang, it, I should have said that.
2: Yeah, I exactly. should have said that. <laughs> yeah. I love it.
1: Well, let's keep this honesty of yours rolling. Would you hire Gertie again to plan your wedding?
2: Absolutely. So as a matter of fact, we're working on it again because we never got to have like our wedding celebration. You know, we eloped, Todd and I, and we got married. Um, But we didn't get to share that, you know, beautiful moment with our friends and family. So we're looking at dates already to like have this wedding celebration. And Gertie is again working with me and I would definitely hire her again.
0: Season five. We'll see. (laughs)
2: Yeah, we'll see.
0: Right? Um, Another OG who I want to mention, Larsa Pippen, actually called you out on Watch What Happens Live. And I think it was right in front of you. And she said that behind her back, you were the most unsupportive of her OnlyFans. Um, which was a big storyline this season. What's your response to that? Because I know the OnlyFans was a a big deal. Oh,
2: right, right, right. Oh, no, no. But when she said that, I said, no, I actually told you in your face. Like, that wasn't behind your back. And, you know, I still feel like that about it. Like, I love that she does it. I think it's great for her. Like, I support my friends, you know, and it's not something that's bad. I mean, it's something that's good for her. Like, she's happy with it. She's done amazing. She makes great money. And it makes her feel good about herself. So like, it may be something that I don't like or that I don't want or that I wouldn't do, but you know what? All power to her. Like she's done amazing and, you know, I'm good for her. Like I honestly don't, it has nothing to do with her. It's like the platform. I'm not, you know, I just don't like it for me. Yeah. And my life, you know, maybe 10 years ago, maybe that year that I was single, I would have done it, you know? And I would have been like, you know, something that I was going through and I would have loved it. But I, but I told her in her face. So when she told me, oh no, like you supported the least behind my back. I was like, no girl, I said it in your face and I'm okay with it. And it doesn't mean I don't like you. That's like what all these girls, like they get really offended because you say something that they don't like. And they're like, oh, you're so mean. You know, I know that Lisa likes to do that to me too. And I'm like, no, I'm not mean. I'm just saying like how I feel. That's not being mean. Just like having a different set of opinions. You know, some girls are like just way too sensitive.
0: These girls in Miami got to get a thicker skin. What I'm hearing is that we're not going to be seeing an Alexia only fans anytime soon.
2: Well, I'm not going to say that. I never like to say, you know, because sometimes it'll speed never up because it might come back down. So, you know, I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Like, so I don't, I don't want to say like you're so no, but I'm happy for my friend. I'm happy for So I'm happy it's worked out for her. It's something that she likes. It's something that she wants, makes her money. She's not hurting anybody. Good for her. Like yeah. that's great, yeah, absolutely.
1: And since we're on the topic of friendships and feuds, your very first, your very Versace bachelorette party was the backdrop to Larsa and Adrian's explosive fallout. Whose side are you on?
2: You know, I've always been on Larsa's side hmm. because, and I think she did a very beautiful job, like explaining herself. You know, I understand Adrian. You know, I, I I don't like to really pick sides because it's a very like sensitive subject you know when you're picking sides I like to hear both sides and then I can have an opinion so I'm kind of like you know I support Larsa because I don't feel like Adriana the way she said it the way she presented all the information the way she expressed her feelings and emotions I thought that were a little bit too much it's like okay like you you don't have to take this this far you know what i mean it's like okay you talked about it lars have very politely asked you please don't talk about this very like respectful mature and like adriana didn't know when to stop so that's where i see a problem that adriana brought it up okay it was inappropriate but you know she does things like that it's just like when she brought up you know about herman you know dying and his you know with his lover having sex whatever but it's like okay, it's, it's wrong, it's inappropriate, but I get it. Now, she would continue without, I would have had to, I would have get mad, too. Like, I can't blame Larsa for trying to defend herself. Yeah. You know, like, if you want to continue to poke her, you keep on poking the bear, you're going to get a reaction out of her. Yeah. So, you know, so, after seeing everything, I'll, you know, I side with Larsa, because, you know, it's hard to be in her position, and, you know, having somebody, you know, day after day, like, making fun of you and poking you and doing all that stuff.
0: And it seems like there were a lot of kind of low blows and accusations all throughout the season with everybody. Um, One of the major ones that went down was in the Hamptons, and it was Nicole telling Marisol that you had said something like Marisol only got married to stay relevant. Um, What do you make of that situation?
2: Well, I mean, I feel like Nicole fell attacked by Marisol. And, you know, instead of kind of like handling and having the opportunity, you know, and that's for like a newbie doesn't know, or many other girls that have been on the show, she could have had the opportunity, like Marisol kind of set it up to her saying, you know what? Yes, Larsa, I did say a few things and Lisa about you guys, about you girls that, you know, I originally had a perception of you and I judged you before even knowing, but you know what, like what I know about you now, I think you're like an amazing woman or this and that, but she tried to lie about it. Well, and the truth is she did say things. And then instead of kind of like addressing the issue, she was deflecting it and trying to start a fight between Marisol and I. She's like, okay, I'm gonna turn my thing down and I'm gonna start a fight. And you know what? You're not that smart because Marisol and I, first of all, are super good friends. And we have a bond that Nicole didn't have with any of us. So we're we're smarter. We're not gonna let Nicole try to like start a fight between herself, between Marisol and I and deflect the situation. So, again, what she was saying wasn't, she said it out of context. You know what I mean? If she would have been vulnerable and opened up and said, listen, I did say that. But now, on the other hand, can we talk about why this happened? You know, she didn't do it the right way, but, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, Marisol and I not only have the friendship when that did happen between Marisol got married. It was a conversation that we all had, not we, like I had it with Marisol. And our own friends were like, oh, do you think Marisol got married for the show? I'm like, no, like the shows are like, she's not even on the show. Like, not for that. I'm like, do you know Marisol? Marisol gets married in five minutes. She has kids. Yeah, yeah. She has no kids. Her parents are no longer here. Like to her, she's in Tulum. It's super romantic. She's drinking. And you know what? You know, they got married. And Steve is an amazing man. He's a wonderful man. Super in love. And if you know her history, this is what she does. But that was the context of the information and, you know, but she tried to like throw, spin give it. it a spin, mm-hmm. give it a spin and kind of make it sound like it was coming from a bad place or me trying to, but you know, it didn't work, you know, it didn't work. It just made our friendship stronger. Good. Absolutely. And you know
0: what, to be successful on reality TV, you got to follow Alexia's number one rule. Be <laughs> honest.
2: Yes. Now- yeah. You're going to be seeing a lot more of that if we have another season. Because, so. you know, I feel like I've been very honest and raw because this is how I live my real life. You know, it's not because of a TV show. It's not because of anything. People that really know me, this is like how I am. And people have a problem with that, some people. And, um, and I, I do appreciate, you know, the honesty because if not, it's like you could never get to like where you want to get. So it's kind of like you put it to rest, but you really don't. Like it's mm-hmm. really like still inside you. So, um, you know, hopefully, you know, next season, you know, you'll just see a lot more of that.
0: Yeah. And, and do you know if there's going to be a next season or not? And if so, are you open to being back?
2: Yes, of course. you know, Alexis still has more stories to tell and my life. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, of course I would be open to be back to coming back. And I feel like all the girls would as well. I think we have a dynamic cast. I think it's exactly what it needed to be. And that's why it's been like, you know, such a huge success. And I mean, I can't speak for the other girls, but I'm sure that they all would want to come back. So yeah, but we, we don't know anything yet, but I'm sure you'll find out soon. Me yeah. too. As hopefully, always.
1: hopefully. Well, I'm sure the answer to this will be no, but is there any part of you that regrets being a Real Housewife at all or wishing that you'd taken a different path? It sounds like you're very excited about it and that you're loving this whole journey, but is there any part of you that wishes maybe you'd taken a different path along the way?
2: Um, no, because I've had like different paths in my life, you know. So I've done pretty much everything I've wanted to do. So this is just kind of like an icing on the cake, something like extra, you know, which <laughs> nice. opens up many other doors and you know, it's a huge, you know, platform. So you no, know, I, I I love that that I did it. And you know, just like everything else in my life, different stages that I've had, I've always embraced everything. Like even when I was a school teacher, like You know, I look back and people could be like, oh, you're a school teacher. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, I loved it. Like, it's exactly what I needed to do at the time. I taught for 11 years. It was a beautiful. So everything I've done in my life, I've always done it with a lot of passion and with a lot of love.
1: That's really powerful to hear somebody say that, like, I've done all the things that I wanted to do in my life. That's a really, that's a real blessing. I think that's really cool.
0: And can I mention just how? I cool that for everyone. Sorry. Exactly. No, I was gonna mention how cool it is that your car is in your family room, like yes. just right back there.
2: Yeah.
0: Nice see it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know
2: excited about that, especially the guys. They like all love it. It's pretty cool. Yes
0: right okay thank you for coming on our show you have been a blast um i think you are honestly the star of miami all the fans love you i think that you're completely real and honest you have a car in your family room it couldn't get more fantastic and i'm
2: not i'm I'm not a bragger but i just want you to know. so there's two here on this side and on the other side there's two more it's like a four car garage up here on the 52nd floor Wow, that's really cool. I have never
0: personally been more impressed. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, I'll take. Hey, if you're giving one out, I'll take one. You know what I mean? I'll take one. Thank you for coming on. And we're looking forward to part two of the reunion. Fingers crossed we get a season five and that we see more of you.
2: Yes, thank you so much. Thank
0: Thank you. you. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
1: We're giving out an award for best drama, and I think it goes to Alexia's life. I
0: think it goes to Alexia. She she lived up to that tagline. Her oh, life absolutely. is a movie, and the award for best drama goes to her.
1: I loved having her on. She was so adorable and so honest.
0: So honest. She was quick. She was like, oh, no, actually, there's four cars back there. I was like, <laughs> please correct me. If I have that many cars one day and my cars are like in my family room, please correct me on yeah. how many there are. I
2: would like absolutely. to know.
1: Absolutely. If you'd like to see more of us, you can find us on Instagram for pretty much daily news updates at the Rumor Mill Pod. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Rumor Mill. Find us on TikTok at the Rumor Mill. You can find us on Twitter at TRMUpdates.
0: You can find us every week wherever you get your podcasts. We drop new episodes every Friday. We are always covering the latest entertainment news and interviewing your favorite reality stars, YouTubers, TikTokers, and more. And we will see you next week.
2: See you next week.